My name is Ross Boyd. I am proud to say that I worked on something wild. In fact, I still brag about it. And in April of 2015, I climbed a mountain with Chris and Dave to visit a peregrine falcon nesting site. Uh, they are very particular about where they live. The Falcons, not Chris and Dave. This Rumney trip, it was such an adventure. Of course, getting to see and, and hear the Falcons was just incredible. Congratulations on 25 years. Hi, I'm Chris Martin from New Hampshire Audubon. And I'm Dave Anderson from the Forest Society, and this is something wild. We're here in Rumney at the uh, Rumney Rocks Climbing Area. It's a part of the National Forest. I brought us here because there are nesting peregrine falcons at these cliffs. So this is a popular recreation area that also supports a rare species. For the Forest Service, it's a challenge to manage it in a way that supports recreation and at the same time supports endangered species. We're talking about species that nest on rock faces. You know, you think about songbirds nesting in trees and shrubs. These guys are nesting actually on vertical cliffs. So when you look across the landscape, you see that the opportunities for these species to occur are fairly limited by the geology of New Hampshire. Right. You, a peregrine can't nest just any place. It's got to have these vertical features. What's that? Oh, a raven's flying over. They, they have a nest up here. There's constant battles about who owns the airspace. Usually they coexist just fine, but every now and then somebody crosses that imaginary line. But they don't eat the same thing. That's really interesting because peregrines take live birds. If they have an abundance, they will cache their food on little crevices in the cliff. And guess what? The ravens find those caches. And, and raid them. And raid them, because they're carnivores too. Are they here all winter? Some peregrines leave the area in the winter. Others seem to stay close by. It has to do with shelter and food. Can you assume it's the same pair? Typically you can because a lot of times they'll, they'll be present for six or eight or ten years. And, you know, maybe there'll be an old female and a younger male and eventually the female uh, dies and a new female inherits the territory. Mm -hmm. So then you've got an old male and eventually he dies and a new male comes in. Mm -hmm. It perpetuates like that. So their fidelity is to the site. It's pretty much site fidelity. That's an interesting call. That's Falcon. I think we're going to have a food exchange or something here in a minute very much a begging call. It's like, provide me with food, please. And he hasn't obliged yet. We are so close to these birds right now. It's amazing. During the nesting phase, the female spends about 60 to 70 percent of the time on the eggs and guarding the young. The male spends about 60 or 70 percent of the time away from the nest site hunting. Uh, and he brings back the majority of the food items. Um, and she, being a larger bird, is better adapted to defend the nest. We're up near the summit cliff now, and for the last several years, the peregrines have chosen to nest up here. Peregrine. Cool. Look at this, coming in. She's scooping it right now. She went right into the woods there. Here she comes. There's a raven. They're ganging up on it. Right overhead. the wind and the winds when it's mm -hmm. down. No, that's that's really cool. So how fast do they fly? This is supposed to be legendary, the fastest animal in North America or the uh, world. They fly really fast. When they are dropping out of the sky and they tuck their wings in, probably 150 miles, maybe 200 miles an hour, but um, but it's only for a brief burst. Right. When they're flying on a straight line, they're, they're going more like 50 or 60 at the most. A lot of times they'll circle overhead and wait for a flock of blue jays to fly underneath them and then 
drop in on the Blue Jays. With their talons. Yeah, and usually knock them silly so that they're tumbling through the air. Then they'll circle back around and actually catch them as they're still falling. Wow, that was incredible. Yeah, I gotta say, I like my job. There was a lot we couldn't fit into the show today. So to hear more from our trip and see some pictures, head to the Something Wild page at nhpr.org. I'm Dave Anderson. And I'm Chris Martin. Something Wild is a joint production of New Hampshire Audubon, the Society for the Protection of New Hampshire Forests, and NHPR.